Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation and the guy that will be on the scene for every training camp practice, almost, uh, Chris Bizignano. And if I'm yelling loud, it's because I'm excited that training camp's here. But before we get started, our sponsor, the Media Captain, records a weekly podcast. After you get your Giants fix, If you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online digital trends, check out the Media Captains podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast, Twitter account at the Media Captain, website www.themediacaptain.com. Chris, I I think you can tell from my voice, like this is, aside from being part of this thing with you, the Giant Insider, (laughs) I'm just ecstatic. Football's back, baby. How could you not be, bud? Oh my How God. you doing, all right? You all pumped up? Tomorrow's the, this is like Christmas Eve in a way, right? Oh, my heart's beating out of my chest. I'm so excited. Yeah, you should be. Giants fans should be. Football's here. Um, first day of training camp is tomorrow. Um, football's right around the corner. Hall of Fame games a week from Saturday, I believe. Um, it's here, bud. You know, we talked about it basically since February, right? And it's here. And I'm looking forward to checking out the – Big blue, buddy. Um, looking forward to all this young talent. Of course, I'm looking forward to seeing Daniel Jones when the intensity's kicked up a little bit in training camp. So, good times, my friend. Uh, another year, right? It seemed like yesterday we were going through training camp, the season, and now we're on another season. And let's see what we got, bud, starting tomorrow. Seems like a couple of years ago I was like, um, hey, do you want to do this with me? And it was like, okay, yes, this yeah. is awesome. And now yeah. what it's turned into is, uh, is pretty incredible. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's so it's pretty hilarious. cool, man. It's pretty pretty amazing. Um, I see some old Giants are in the news again. It's pretty played out. We'll get that out with the Buffoons. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I know some people wanted me to go on a rant. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I even said I thought I was going to, but I'm just too happy. You know what? I'm, not, I'm too happy to go on a rant. Right. And you know what, Jerry? It's, you know, Odell's kind of played out now. It's old news now. And, uh, you know, training camp's here. Yeah. And we, we move on. Hopefully he moves on. Uh, and your buffoon, I think, uh, you know, who you're going to name this week. Hopefully he moves on, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, listen, it's good time. It's going to be beautiful weather. Um, uh, thank God, my friend, that it's not going to be that 100 degree days because I probably would have melted right there on the field. So it's going to be beautiful weather. I'm looking forward to it, my friend. Yeah, man. Uh, one of the things, before we get to our, we'll do the buffoons quickly because, again, we want to we, we want to remain positive. This is... You know, there's a lot of fun right now. The season's starting. This is our last weekly podcast in that next right. week we'll go back to two week, two days per week, uh, Monday and Thursday. We we believe, guys, that Buffoon Day will be August 6th. That's the date that Chris and I are kicking around. Um, we'll try and do, well, well, we'll do a podcast from the parking lot that day. We have to figure out the logistics. I got to see if I can get another media pass in addition to Chris. Well, even if I don't, it's not a big deal. I can just do it from the parking lot. Kind of like a hobo as Chris is on the inside. I'll wait for him to be done. But uh, no, it'll be good, man. It'll be fun. Um, But before we get to the buffoons, I I just, something, Pat Shermer said something today. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why it hit me this way, but he said, Daniel Jones, there's no, there seems to be nothing Daniel Jones can't do. We're not surprised. Well, I don't forget what the comment was, and I, I should look it mm-hmm. up. But mm-hmm. there's basically nothing that Daniel Jones can't do. And what it, you know, it, I don't know why it did this, but I thought to myself, it seems like when you bring a coach in, they always want their quarterback, right? So Sim, uh, Parcells comes in, chooses Bruner over Sims. Thank God that doesn't work. And if there was ever a coach and quarterback that belonged together in a marriage or in the Hall of Fame together or living together, I think it was Parcells and Sims. They just, they just worked, right, the personalities. Then you had, um, and I'm going to skip Ray Hanley, but you had like Fossil comes in, tries to fix Derek Brown, can't, I'm sorry, Dave Brown, um, Danny Cannell, and then he gets Kerry Collins, and that was kind of like the guy he was linked with. Mm-hmm. Then Eli Manning comes in with Coughlin, you know, that story. McAdoo comes in. Basically doesn't like Eli, and he made it very clear in, in press conferences, and he would throw him under the bus, and they wanted Mahomes. That was going to be their guy. And, you know, Shermer comes in last year with Eli, mm-hmm. and he does pretty well as far as, like, Eli's numbers. I thought Eli's mechanics improved after the joke of McAdoo for two years. But I just got the sense, like, and, and maybe I'm stating the obvious, Chris, but 
Shermer is just as much and was just as much on board with this pick as Gettleman. Like, this wasn't just Gettleman saying, I love this guy, that's the guy. Like, I don't know why it hit me like that today, but I got more excited when Shermer said that. Like, there's a plan in place, and I hope this kid is as good as they think he is. That's all. Jerry, well, first off, his exact quote was, we really haven't seen anything that he can't do in terms of playing quarterback. There it is. And to get to what you were just saying – there's no question, Jerry, no question in my mind that Gettleman would not have taken Jones if Shermer wasn't on board. Yeah. It's not like Gettleman says, well, you know what, Pat? Um, uh, you don't, you're not crazy about him? Too bad. I'm giving you the next quarterback, and your job's going to rely on what I do. No. Right. I'm almost definite. I'm 100%, Jerry. I'm pretty much 100% that these two guys both loved what they saw uh, in Daniel Jones, and you know, both of them were 100% on board and drafting him, okay? And you should be excited. Uh, Jerry, you know, getting back to Eli and Shermer's first year, you know, I think I, I think I'm I don't think I'm wrong with this. Eli had his like best statistics percentage wise, completion percentage wise. Yeah, the, the only, we, we, we both talk about it. The only thing he's got he would have to improve is, is touchdowns. Right. So now, now, completion percentage wise, I think it was his best and all that. Now, some of that was Sherman, a lot of that was Quick checkdowns, and we understand that. Okay, it wasn't all Sherman. A lot of it was Eli just dumping off continuously. All right, and in, okay. and in, and in Eli's defense, the right side of the line was garbage till about week eight. So anyway. right, and, and to be fair, Jerry, because we're always fair here, right? Yes. A lot of it, Eli, I thought checked down way too soon too. One hundred percent. Okay, so we're always fair, but we're not, not going to be sitting here and say, "Oh, Eli has sixty-six completion percentage. That was the plays drawn up by Sharma." Eli, no, no. A lot of times, Eli did the right thing by checking down, and a lot of times, I felt Jerry, at least I felt Bud, that he checked down way too soon. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, but that's it. Is what it is. That was last season. All right. So, yeah, uh, reason to be optimistic about Sharma. I, I think. Listen, Jerry, we discussed this uh, numerous times, right? That. Sherma, we believe, is a good football coach that has to fine-tune some things in-game, okay? So let's see what he does in year two, bud. Um, I, listen, I wrote an article for the Insider, Jerry, before last season, right? I said I thought Sherman was the right man for the job, right? Yep. And I'm still going to stick with that, bud, um, um, until something changes where he's blowing games, you know, because of things he's doing. Uh, so we'll see, bud. We'll see. Yeah, Eli's completion percentage last year, I'm looking it up, it was 66%. His previous right. high, 2014, 63.1. So 2.9% higher. That's pretty significant. That's good. Even if yeah. you are checking down, I agree with you. He checked down way too often. But, you know, he looked better under Shermer. Just you got to get those touchdowns yes. up. You can't yes. have, and I said it in, in the same thing in, in my article, you can't have in this day and age, what was it, 21 touchdown passes? It's like that's not acceptable. 21 right. touchdowns, only 11 picks. But in this mm-hmm. in this you know age of offense, you gotta have more touchdowns, man. Yeah, well, unless you have a powerhouse defense, man, which they don't have. Right. You better not have twenty one touchdowns, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, hey, listen, Jerry, um, to finish out the year, except for the Tennessee nightmare in the rain, Eli played really well. They went into Indianapolis, Jerry. Yeah. Against a solid defense at the time, folks. Don't say, "Well, the Colts don't have a good defense." Yeah, they did the last six, seven games of the year. Right. Okay, so, uh, and they put 28 on them. You're, you're better at this than me, bud. They put 20, what did they lose, 29, 28, or whatever it was, 28, 27, I believe. Uh, they put 27 on the Colts. They came back home the following week to finish the year against the Dallas Cowboys, a top-ranked, a solid defense, who played their starters, okay, and put 34 on them, I believe, Jerry, right? Yeah, I'm much better in winning seasons. I, okay. I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, in, in winning seasons, I can almost give you the score per game. Uh, but, yeah, 28-27, they lost to the Colts. Okay. 36-35 to the Cowboys. There you go. I'm sorry. I was one off. 36-35. Pretty impressive, um, Chris. Pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I'm usually pretty good with scores. You're, like, your thing is numbers. Yeah. You can remember a number from 1912. Um, I'm yeah. pretty – usually I'm pretty decent with the scores. Anyway, <laughs> point being is that, you know, they moved the ball. Eli played pretty well in those games. Well, what about the Tennessee game, Chris? All right. All right I get it, folks. I know. I know. They got shut out. He played like crap. I know. But three of the last four games – he played the way Sherman wanted him to play without 13, right? Yes. Without 13. So um, spread the ball around. I think there's some positive things to look forward to starting tomorrow. Now, am I going to keep a, cl- a very keen eye on Eli? Of course, because it's 16th year, bud. Yeah. Right? 
So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you might not see that zip a little bit in training camp and, you know, all that. He might be, you know, not looking, you know, his feet moving. He's 16 years in the league, Jerry. I mean, so we have to keep a very close eye on Eli. And we'll see, but we'll see on tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, yeah. do you agree with me with this, Jerry? I'm sorry, Jerry. One second. Do you agree with me with this that no matter what Eli says, he's coming in with a little chip on his shoulder because he's a kid right behind him? Oh, he has to be. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm glad he is. He should be. And like yep. you've always said, you know, you've said this before this year. And you said it when, when before with the insider, we would just talk to each other. You know, Eli's never had a challenger to his position, ever. Never. I mean, the closest would be... Who? I'm trying to think. Nobody. I mean, Nobody, Jerry. I would say I would say the best player, but it was it was when Eli was having his best numbers was Carr, but he was never playing. You know, Jerry, he was never a challenge for Eli. Never. Right, right. And and by the way, we have to mention, um, speaking of backup quarterbacks, Giants took it on the chin the last couple of weeks with the losses of Jared Lorenzen and Mitch Petras. Man, that was terrible. Absolutely. Mitch Petras, 32 years old, heat exhaustion. I mean, you know what, guys out there, if you're working in your yard, it's too hot. Get in the hell in the house. I know that sounds yeah. ridiculous, and, and I'm overstating the obvious, but yeah. that's terrible, man. But um, And for folks coming to training camp, it gets hot out there, people. Just yeah. be prepared. You know, be prepared. Believe me, it gets hot out there. But, but I, I agree with you, man. Like, he's <laughs> got to have a chip on his shoulder, and he should. And I'm glad he does. I hope he does. <laughs> like I said, the best scenario for the Giants is – 16 and 0 and a Super Bowl win. Uh, I, that's what he was like. What's the best scenario? Yeah, 16 and 0 and they win the Super Bowl. And then we have a really tough decision next year. Like, yes, I'm okay with that. I just, mm -hmm. you know, I'm living reality. But hey, if that happens, who the hell's going to care what Daniel Jones thinks or does? No one. So. No, no. If they go to the playoffs and Eli plays really well, people can be like, all right, give Eli another year. Let Jones sit another year. What's the big deal? Right? Exactly. So. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see, bud. But uh, real quick, before we get to our buffoons, the, the Giants made some uh, some roster moves. They signed a kicker, uh, Joey, yeah. Joey Sly. Uh, right. They, he has as much chance as making his roster as Sly Stallone does. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Like, wow. But they always do that. You yeah, know that, Jerry. They always Just bring in somebody else. Training camp fodder. You got to give Rosas a, a, a blow, you know, with the leg and all that. Sure. So. Uh, and if they go to 18 games, then he's going to not play two games, right? Isn't that how it works? Right. And then next year, you know, go to 22 games and guys don't play four games and all that. Uh, receiver, uh, they claimed off waivers, wide receiver. Yeah, these are Ross. Mary Scott. Hey, but they also cut someone that you said, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Jerry. I know where no you're going shot. with this, buddy. That, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you've said it for months. Thank you. Tony, thank you. Tony Lepet. Or Thank Lippitt. You. I don't know his name. Tony, yeah, Tony Lippitt. Yeah, so uh, listen, folks, I I'm pretty much a buffoon. <laughs> a total buffoon I am. But once in a while, you know, I I'm not even going to say once in a while, but I kind of do know what I'm looking at sometimes on the football field. I said it last year. Jerry, am I lying? No, you said it a lot of times. I said it last year. Lippitt's yep. done. Yeah. He shouldn't even be out there. I'm better than him, and I'm a, and I'm a total buffoon. Okay. Um, now he, he gets re-signed this year. Don't forget folks. A lot of this, like you see this kid, Scott getting signed. They're not making the 53. They're filling roster spots. Yeah. Now, now once in a while, do you kind of, you know, strike gold and you see a kid, he makes a practice squad. Yeah. But then it's not happening here. Okay. Um, I actually, <laughs> I'm not going to mention, but a couple of people going back and forth to me about Tony Lippitt recently about playing a slot, playing the outside, you know, he's going to compete. Slot? Over Jerry, who? Jerry, <laughs> I, I don't nine get it. slot corners uh, on this team. And just to, and just to sh you know, Jerry, I, I got to be honest with you. Somebody's going back. If they said special teams, I'd say, okay. Yeah, so somebody was talking about him competing in a slot against Grant Haley, and I said he's not a slot corner. Uh, he's not even an outside corner. He stinks. First, you know? off, first off, Grant Haley's going to compete with Julian Love and Thank you. Sam Thank Beal, you. maybe. Right. So what I did, Jerry, because I just wanted to make sure that heat wave didn't fry the, the last remaining brain cells I have left. I went to PFF, you know, uh, Pro Football Focus, and I saw how many slot snaps he took last year uh, in the limited games. He played four games, whatever it was, and it was one. Right. Okay, so – but the point being is that I turned around and said, guys, Lippitt's not even making his team. He stinks. He's not a corner anymore. Right. He don't belong in the NFL anymore. And it, today, I kind of smiled. I saw, you know, I get the notifications, you know, they terminated the contract. <laughs> I kind of laughed like – Guys, he had no shot of making as the squad. As soon as I saw his name, I thought of you. Oh my God, it's the guy. Thank you. Real quick, they also got an exemption exemption for Cameron Moore, who which was expected, right? Yeah. And uh, they yeah. cut Dungy, the guy we were kind of rooting for. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sherman really. Uh, we talked about him. You know, he had a bad back, and I guess that didn't work out health wise, and so they released him. So, yeah. So, 
All right, buddy. Jerry, you know what, yes. bud? Yes. It gets real now. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know some of the guys you talked about in OTAs. Hey, this kid looked good. Oh, you know he's on a he's on a he's on a ninety man roster and all that. And now you believe me. In the next three weeks, you know how it works, Jerry. It starts getting weeded out now. You know what I mean? Yep. It starts getting weeded out. And they played the Jets that first game, and I think they played Jerry. Who's the second game against the Bears or something? Well, the second preseason game. Um, you know, it starts getting weeded out a little bit. So. Yeah, Matt, see, you put me on the spot. I don't know the preseason. I just got my ticket. Okay, it's all right. No big deal. I think it's the Bears the second game or whatever. You know, like Mike Thomas told me last year in the locker room, training camp, Bears. the month of August. Nice. The Bears, okay. Like Mike Thomas told me in the locker room last year, from the middle of August on, you start weeding out the men from the boys, you know? <laughs> oh, I love that line. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, real quick, guys. We're not going to dwell on the negative, but buffoons of the week. Uh, real quick, a buddy of mine called me today, my buddy Matt, who's with the original um, buffoon crew complaining about Bart Scott. He turned on the fan for five seconds. Bart Scott <laughs> is complaining, um, laughing at, at Manning and the fact that they got rid of Odell, what a bad move it was. And he just asked me mm -hmm. the same questions. I'm like, you know, not everybody's, you know, Evan Roberts, who, you know, maybe he's a Jets fan or Beningo or Jets fans, but they're fair to the Giants, right? Like they're not, they're not adversarial on purpose like Bart Scott. So I could have gone with Bart Scott, but I don't want to give him too much airtime. Um, my buffoon is a former safety uh, or safety rather, a former Giant. Mm. Right. Landon Collins saying, I'm not going to say the word giant anymore. Hey, Landon, mm -hmm. apparently you don't say the word cover because you can't cover me or Chris up the scene. <laughs> I'm sick of this guy. I'm t you know, it's so, for, from someone who kind of wanted to keep him because I thought he was a good mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. He is a scorned person. I'm not going to say woman because there are scorned men out there, too, who get dumped by women who can't let go. But that's what Landon Collins is right now. The giants yeah. are coming out of his mouth. More than Redskins are. And it's just, you're, you're, it's so stupid. You're not going to say the word giant. You have such an axe to grind. You know what? I can't wait until Shepard, Ingram, or Barkley get you in open space, Landon. It's, it's going to be like, talk about Christmas Eve. It's going to be Christmas Day when that happens. So Landon Collins, I'm sorry. You're my buffoon of the week. Yeah, Landon loved being a giant. And he's obviously very upset about being, a red, you know, not not being part of the organization anymore. So it's a shame. Landon's a good dude. Uh, and listen, you know, we, we talked about it. We really don't want to see him go, but he is gone now. It's part of the business. And Landon, you got to let it go, dude. You know, you got to let it go. So uh, my buffoon, Jerry, I think it's pretty obvious. Yes. I'm not going to get into it too much. It's played out like the line in, in Saturday Night Fever with Travolta. He's in the car going, I'm bored with it already. I'm bored. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that line or if you ever saw the movie. I don't know. But oh, my, my wife loves Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Um, so then you know what I'm talking about. Or, your, or Mrs. 12 knows what I'm talking about. She, the fact that you're like, are you from Bay Ridge or no? No, I'm from Bath Beach. Okay, because you'd like it's like you're a celebrity just being from Brooklyn. Like, oh, like Saturday Night Fever. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like Saturday Night Fever. Anyway. Did you see that movie, Jerry? Yes. Okay. You know the part where they drive the car through the, through the storefront window? Yep. Okay. Just a quick thing. Uh, the stunt driver, they filmed at 4.30 in the morning. The stunt driver didn't show up. My father almost did that role. <laughs> that doesn't... I mean, these are the guys, everybody out there, this is the stuff I hear all the time, and it's totally... Belie I believe it. Because it's oh, yeah, so, because it's so they, obscure. Why would you make that up? No, they filmed the... They, they filmed that scene on 12th Avenue right down the street from the firehouse my father worked in, and they were all out there watching it, and the stunt driver was late. It never showed up. My father volunteered. goes, guess what, my man? You're up. If this guy doesn't show up, we'll, oh, we'll start filming awesome. with you. But the guy did show up. That's awesome. <laughs> and in all honesty, Chris knows everybody. And I, I, like, these stories are fascinating. But anyway, buddy. Um, so, Jerry, um, listen, Odell Beckham, we all know what he said. Not going to throw no rant about him. Um, it's so played out with Odell now. Uh, he's going to be my buffoon of the week. Odell, disrespected. Uh, you listen to Sherman today, uh, Coach Sherman's presser, and, he, you know, he, him and Gettleman's story is totally different than what Odell said about, you know, when he tried to reach out to him with the trade. He tried to act like nobody cared. Come on, you know. Uh, I know for a fact Sherman stuck up for Odell beginning of last season. Told Gettleman, told John Mara, let me work with this kid. After that, um, what was that rapper's name? He did the interview, Jerry. Um, Lil Wayne. A little Wayne. I'm sorry. I drew. I drew. I drew a blank there. Little Wayne uh, interview with ESPN and all that. Mara was fuming. Gettleman was fuming. Should have been. Okay. And Sharma, listen, they were fuming there. And Sharma says, "Let me work with this kid." You know this and that. So to kind of disrespect Pat Sharma, it was totally wrong way. Odell Sharma stuck up for that guy so much. Jerry Lash. Listen, Jerry. W listen. One of the things I'm very fortunate uh, because of you. You know, a couple of years back. 
when I got this press pass, when I got the credentials, that I'm on the inside, right, bud? Yeah, I was just going to bring this up. I, I'm on the inside, and you talk to people, and I talk to prominent people. I'm not trying to be cool here. Believe me. I'm just saying it like it is. You know, you know me, Jerry. I'm just saying it like it is. Yep. And I, people have told me last year how Sherma goes to bat for this kid, Odell, yeah. up front. I was, also gonna say, I was also going to say that the thing that Odell said that he wasn't happy when he signed and he was a little depressed. I was just going to say, like, you, you tell me a lot of things in confidence. This one's pretty right. obvious. He was right. pretty happy in that locker room last year, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, listen, he came out and said he wasn't happy during the season. Why did they sign me? I was like, what's going on? That is total nonsense. I saw Odell every damn four days a week in a locker room, not even mentioning post game and all that crap. Okay. And. Odell was bouncing around the locker room. He was happy like a little kid playing with his teammates like he always did. I didn't sense one minute looking at him saying, right. man, he doesn't look right. You know, he doesn't look like himself. Right. You know, I mean, listen, I'm not with him all the time. Maybe at nighttime he's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm pissed. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Odell's another one acting like a baby now. Odell, please, let it go, dude. Uh, can we all move on? You're the buffoon of the week. What you said about the Giants, disrespected. No, you could – you you're going to really – Tell people, tell NFL fans, and tell some guy who's got a couple of kids in a family that $95 million you would disrespect it. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. So People, people who take oh, out home equity loans for those PSLs, by the way. Right. So, Odell, you're the buffoon of the week um, by a large margin. Enough with the Giants. It's training camp. Uh, I'm bored with it, as yeah. John Tavolta said, Jerry, with this Odell crap. <laughs> and hopefully, you know, now t- starting tomorrow, we talk football and uh, you know, uh, and it's going to be much better. You know, this, listen, a lot of this is off-season stuff too, Jerry, right? Yeah, I mean, right. you know, when it's dead, it's dead, dead air time and all that crap. Yeah. That is now over with. Now we talk football. You know what I mean? Good stuff, so. buddy. Um, so we'll get to our Twitter questions, and I, I'm going to say this. They're not paying me any money. But these Twitter questions are brought to you by JCPNL, who were kind enough to give me power back last night when they said originally it was going to be Friday night by 1130. So I'd like to say they were really? three days. Yeah, dude, we had a, uh, those of you who live anywhere near central Jersey. I don't know how bad New oh, Jersey got wow. But that's that storm that came through was brutal. Uh, one tree struck by lightning, another tree halfway down. Um, the whole town of Robbinsville was out, like 91% of people. I was part of the JCPNL that were out. They were saying 24 plus hours, no end in sight. Wow. And uh, I was getting gas. Of course, I just filled up the tank to fill up the generators. The gas station said, hey, we got power. And I was a mile from it. And I said, oh, okay, cool. So as I'm driving back, I see all the outside lights on and all the houses. I'm beeping the driveway like it's the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, so this these Twitter questions are brought to you by JCPNL. Thank you, JCPNL. And they are not paying <laughs> us for this. Um, so yeah, crazy stuff, bud. And I showed you the yeah, picture. No, I showed you, you actually one. Yeah, I remember you telling me yesterday that you thought you, you were supposed to get it back maybe today. So, you, so that was a pretty—that's an early Christmas present for you, man. Yes, yes. And uh, I showed you the picture of the tree. It was struck by lightning. Uh, it's the second time it was struck in like. Maybe you should years. stop rip. Maybe you should stop insulting all these people on the on the podcast. Maybe they'll like put a little whammy, you know, Lisa I, and I know all the fraud. You're calling people frauds, you this and that. <laughs> it's uh, and now it's know. like, hey, I'm a giant fan in Dallas. Am I a fraud, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah. I'm glad they know where to go with this. You know, they're going <laughs> at you. They know they know I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> that's, that's why more and more initials are sent after tweets now. When I, when I send something that's controversial, dash JF. Chris is like, don't associate me with your tweets. Don't, please don't associate me with some dude in Arizona with a shotgun in his hand saying he's a fraud, okay? Good stuff. Uh, dubs, All right, yes. Dubs dribble, yes, we will move on from Odell. Urban Lumberjack 32 at Giant LB 56 came up with this after the last podcast. Jones was, ta- Jones was taken with the sixth overall pick, given all the hype around him. Does this mean that Dexter Lawrence will have a chance to really make a difference without being under the microscope? You could also lump in Baker as well. That's a good question. So do you think they, that like because of Jones, the microscope won't be on guys yeah. like Lawrence and Baker? Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, listen, when you draft a franchise quarterback – all eyes. Oh, think of it this way, Jerry. The NFL Network is doing inside training camp tomorrow. Yeah. They're going to be there. You better okay. get on TV, dude. I want to see you in your, your mug in the background. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know what? If Gareth Foles there, I might. But anyway, nice. I don't know if Mike's showing up or not. But anyway, anyway um, they wouldn't be there. I mean, let me let me, let me, let me, let me bring, uh, take that back. They wouldn't. They're not there for DeAndre Baker. Right. Okay? Right. They're there because of Daniel Jones. We know that. Right? It's the Giants, the franchise quarterback. Daniel Jones and a whole deal. So, yes, he does take some 
pressure off the other number ones and X Men, all of them. So no question about it. Now, on the other, the flip side of that, Jerry, is that all the pressure is going to be on Jones. Yeah, all the yeah. eyeballs are going to be on the kid Jones, too, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's a good point. Gaza at Gazman Superstar. PFT power rankings. Giants are at 31. Is this clickbait, bias, or smoking something good? Hashtag buffoon crew. I think it's their honest opinion. I mean, I don't think well, it's. What's PFT, Jerry? Uh, pro football talk. Oh, that's their rankings of each team? Yeah, they rank the Giants 31. I don't think Oh, that's it's... ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I just think that's their stupid opinion, though. I don't think they're I don't think they're oh, okay. trying to get people's attention with that. I just think Okay, they're... well, that's their opinion. They're entitled to it. I, I wouldn't have them 31. Yeah, I think they're buffoons, as you would say. And that's right. that's it. So Yeah, that sounds kind of buffoon to me. It does. Oh, I like this question. In Gettleman We Trust at All About N, I think it's New York. If both of you had the chance to be one professional athlete, Currently for 24 hours, who would it be and why? Hashtag buffoon crew. Oh, that's a good question. So if you could be one professional athlete. Uh, Mike Trout. Yeah, I was going to say the best baseball player in the world, um, Alex Rodriguez, probably, right? I'm kidding. What? I just want, I just wanted to see what your reaction was. No, not at all. <laughs> I, I thought you really lost no, your mind there for no, a second. No, I don't want to. I, I don't. You know what? I wouldn't ask for much. I want to be like David Tyree just to see like how much free meals he still gets for the, for his catch. Like something David, like that. Yeah. Jerry, David Tyree hasn't paid for a drink since right, 07. Right. Like I don't ask for much. I don't need to be like, Oh, Saquon Barkley. Like I, you know, I, give me David Tyree. Right. That's, that's fine. And Jerry, can, can I say something about Tyree quick? Yeah. You know, everybody's seen a million specials on him. I'm sure. Right. And he's a, he's a very faith driven man. Yes. Um, He's a good guy, right? And people, I'm sure some people are like, I wonder if he's really like that. David Tyree is like that in person, Jerry. He is one good dude, man. Good dude. It couldn't have happened to a greater guy all the fame that he got from that catch. That's awesome. Unlike somebody else who kind of went the other way after a famous catch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, good point. <laughs> nice. So one guy be- turned to religion. And another guy turned to Versace and all that stuff after the catch. <laughs> turned to GQ. Uh, Tim M. What will Landon Collins accomplish first? Pronounce the word Giants or successfully defend the seam route? He'll say Giants because he can't do the other. Uh, you know, Chris, you don't have to respond to that. I, I'll say it. <laughs> okay. um, Dylan Rivera. Do you think Daniel Jones will get any first team reps in training camp? Sorry for the second question. Oh, I can't read your second question, but... So do you think Daniel Jones will get any Chris first team reps in training camp? Yes, in training camp, yes. Yeah. Yes. When he's when he's when his season starts and he's prepared for the Cowboys, no, he will not get first teams because he'll have to start. But in training camp, I expect him to be the one, sure. John Ialegio at not John forty four, who asks a question every week. Thanks, John. So I am more excited going into this season than I was before draft night. Yep, so are we, buddy. Now, should we be cautiously optimistic because it's a very young team, especially on D? Does this worry you guys at all? I'm biting my fingernails over here. I'll hang up and anxiously listen. Hashtag buffoon crew. So, uh, you know, the fact that he's cautiously optimistic, does, does the fact that we're young on defense worry you? Well, Jerry, I'm optimistic, but I'm the same way. I, but I'm, I'm going – I'm looking at 8-8 eight and, eight and stuff like yeah, that, Jerry. Right, I'm not right. looking at playoffs, so, yeah. you know – uh, I'm optimistic for the young talent. You know, I'm expecting the defense to make a nice jump from what they were last season, right? I'm expecting the offense to play pretty well. And I'm hoping Remmers, the offensive line. Listen, uh, by the way, speaking of Remmers and Solder, that was pretty good news today. Sherman says they're going to be good to go for yeah, 10 I saw that. tomorrow. That's awesome. Now, Solder, now Solder, when he was interviewed on the podium, was kind of like, well, I'm not quite sure I'll be there tomorrow. It's up to the doctors and this and that. But, even if he's not there tomorrow, Jerry, even Friday, he'll be there in the near future, which is a positive sign because when I left off with him at the mandatory camp, he was limping pretty noticeable, and it was we weren't quite sure he was going to be back for camp at the beginning of camp. So it looks like it's positive news on those guys. But getting back to the question, Jerry, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I think that's the right way to put it because – uh, I mean, is anybody really going to say, okay, this is a playoff team? Yeah, I, th- I think I'd be more nervous, John, if if they were older and trying to hang on. I'd be nervous mm-hmm. then because I think the expectations are still high. This looks like an old team. I don't know how they're going to do. This, I, I'm not expecting anything great. I'm expecting 7-9. and nine. If they go 8-8, eight eight, I'll be happy. I just I want improvement. Uh, right. So for, I'm not nervous. No, nervous, not at all. Not at all. No, I'm not nervous. No, I'm not nervous at all. 
Javier Burgos at CT underscore Giants fan, another guy every week. Thanks, buddy. Are you guys a fan of preseason games? What do you take out of it? Do the games help you? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, hashtag buffoon crew. I, I get excited for preseason games every year, and I'm one of those guys. I'm sure Chris is the same way. I want to speak for you. I watch every game uh, mm-hmm. from start to finish, no matter who's playing, and I root for them to win. But I will do the, well, the starters were ahead, so that's all I care about. But it's not true. I watched the entire game. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm your favorite. Pre- yeah, I like preseason games, man. You want to see what these kids got. Yeah, and I'm not watching it yeah. to see how Manning's going to do or, or, or Saquon. I don't want to see Saquon near the field. I want to see the backups, how they do. What's our depth right. look like? I, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I'm like the whole picture type guy. Yeah. I want to see the offense progress. I want to see the offense move the ball because when you say, like, say for instance, against the Jets next week, right? Oh, I'm sorry, in a couple of weeks, right? You want to, the Jets are going to have their number one D out there with Eli, right? Yes. Against Eli and the number one squad. So what do you want to see? Do you want to see two, three and outs and that's it? No. I want to see some prog- uh, progression, Jerry. I want to see them move the ball. I want to see some points. I want to see them moving the sticks. You know what I mean? Of course it means nothing, but I don't want to just sit there and see the ones get manhandled. Yeah, but I also, well, I guess while, what I'll add to that is I don't want Saquon in the game. So yeah, see, so, I, so if they don't play well, it, you could kind of, Jerry, I could fall back on Saquon not playing. Okay. I'll go with you in that, but you want to see him not play at all in a preseason? Because that's that seems to be where a lot of teams are going. Now I really don't. Starts. I don't. He, he's a running back. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just my opinion. Okay. No, Jerry. Hey, listen, dude. A lot of head coaches agree with you. They don't play their stars now. <laughs> Maybe a couple of snaps, right? Um, but I, I like preseason, like we were talking about, Jerry. I like to see the twos. I like to see the threes, draft picks, all yeah. that, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to see the back. So yeah, I like preseason games. I'm not saying that I look forward to watching them for three hours because obviously the second half of these games be a little, you know, boring and all that. But right. but, but I'm but I'm such a buffoon that I actually get a kick <laughs> out of watching the other team's second stringers and third stringers against our guys to see who's progressing and who catches my eye. And I say, for instance, they didn't play the Jets or they, or they played the Bears who were playing in a regular season, right? Yep. So they play the Bears. I want to look at the Bears and see what the hell they're doing over there, you know, and all that. So, but then again, I'm a total buffoon, you know what I mean? So, but I I, I like the preseason games. Mike Derigi at Derigi Mike. Oh, this is great. Does it make me a bad teacher that whenever one of my Eagle fan students starts talking trash, I break out my favorite math problem, which is four is greater than one. My wife says I'm immature, but when it comes to defending the honor of Big Blue, I'll do what I have to do. Even if the kids are only 10. First off, Mike, you tell your wife to keep her mouth shut. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Oh, there's another insult. <laughs> no, your wife is probably lovely. But tell her, stay in your lane, honey. Um, no, this is, uh, you're doing exactly the right thing. Uh, you're not being, an Eagle fan would curse at the kids and uh, curse at Giant fan kids or, or throw things at them. They'll throw chalk at them or erasers or batteries or whatever. Uh, but you're doing the right thing. You're just saying four is greater than one. It's a fact. It's a mathematical fact. And it's a fact that we have more Super Bowls than them. So, yes, you're, you're a great teacher, Mike. In fact, I would put you up for Teacher of the Year wherever you are. New Jersey, New York, doesn't matter. So, Okay. You handled that one well, Jerry. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, no Odell questions. Sorry, MLJ. Oh, no, please. Joe's Giant Takes. If Eli wins a playoff game, is he back? If Eli wins a playoff game, is he back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. And he said 4,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, 17 INTs. Yeah, uh, probably. Sure. Yes, Lisa. Listen, Jerry, there's there's no question that if Eli plays really – if that scenario plays out, they go to playoffs, they win a playoff game, they have no problems with with Jones sitting behind Eli another season. Yes. I'm telling you, bud, they're going to have no problem with that. By the way, I'm getting text messages from my boys saying shirts are in hand, the original Buffoon Crew shirts. So I'm trying to ignore them as I do this because I want to concentrate on the questions, but I can't believe it. Are they going to be there tomorrow? Not tomorrow, but I think they're going to go on the, I think, I don't know what days they're going to go. I, I think I try okay. to go August 6th, which is Buffoon Day. Oh, okay. Okay. I if, thought they were going to be there with the shirts on. Okay. Yeah, they'll, they'll wear the shirts when they go, but I don't know what day they're going. That's all. Okay. So make sure you tell your friends, Jerry, to reach out, you know, give yeah, you a text. Sure. Yeah, well, they, they have your number, but you always leave the conversation. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't always leave the conversation. Just that when it's like 45 minutes in, it's like, all right, guys, I'm done. (laughs) I know. Uh, All right. Ryan Williams. Will Baker and Slash or Beal get any reps in the slot in camp, or is that Grant Haley's spot to lose? Chris, you take that one. Well, you're going to see – Beal's kind of big for that slot, but you're going to see him over there because if he's one of the better corners, they're going to try to get him on the field. Now – it's going to be Julian Love against Grant Haley in that slot, okay? 
that's where they're going to compete. You're going to see Baker because what happens is guys get hurt, all right? So you might need Baker in a slot at one time, and he kick Beal outside if he can't play the slot. So Baker, what they did in the OTAs and mini camps, that Baker saw some slot reps, and then he was on the outside. Beal saw a few, then he was on the outside. And same thing with Julian Love. So um, yeah, you'll you'll see them getting some reps there, no question. I don't, you know, I think it's gonna, but it'll be between Love and Baker. Uh, excuse me, Love and Haley for that slot position now. And tell that guy, whoever sent that question, if he read the Giant Insider newspaper, he would know that. That's a good point, buddy. Ryan, you have to order www.thegiantinsider.com, buddy. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is a subscriber. He just didn't get to it yet, bud. Yes. Frank Siata, this is a great question. I don't know. How, I'm going to let you answer it. If you, were oh, on a, we if you were on a sinking ship with OBJ and Carson Wentz, knew that neither of them could swim, and you can only save one, who would you save? Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag not a relative. That's hilarious. Who would I save? Yeah, if if you know that both um, of who would you save, OBJ or Carson Wentz? Well, you want me to be honest? Yeah. It would be Odell because Odell was always good to me. Oh, that's nice, Chris. You're welcome. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm being, I don't know Carson Wentz from a hole in a while. I know he's an eagle and all that, but, uh, you know, but Odell was always good to be in the locker room, so I would save Odell. Selfishly, I would save Carson Wentz because I don't think he can finish the season anyway. So I would save him, bring him out. Let him throw for, I don't know, 4,000 yards for 12 games and then not finish the year. So that's who I would save. And they don't have Nick Foles to save him anymore. <laughs> that's right. They have, what is his name? Daniels or something? I don't know. Not Daniels. He's on they the Bears. They got Sudfeld and uh, some other guy. Now. I forget or something. I don't know. Somebody drafted a guy from. It's a veteran. The long-time the long veteran they got there over there now. I forget his name. Yeah. Who cares? I hate them. Big Blue VCR. Oh, here's a good one. In talking with some uh, fellow fans. We jokingly created a preseason Hall of Fame for Giants who were great in August, but did nothing when the season started. Keith Elias and Sean Bennett were inductees. Who would you add to this esteemed group? I'll await your smoke signal. Now, Big Blue... I don't know. You're better at this than me, Jerry. What I don't like about what you did here is you answered your own question, which was annoying, with the guy that I was going to say. Which was who? Don't don't do that again. Which Uh, was who? Corey Washington. I mean, Corey I, Washington, okay. Number eighty-eight. He was awesome in preseason. Right, right. Okay. Uh, you could go. You can go. Keith Elias. That was a good one. I, I mean, when I saw Keith Elias, I'm like, this kid should start. And this is when Rodney Hampton. Yeah, but didn't, didn't Elias give us some quality snaps over the years, Jerry? No, First few not years. Not really. Never really. Never. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I thought he did. All right. Um, there was. Uh, yeah, but he made it. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think, man. That's a tough question. I don't remember. I don't know. Joey remember. Smith was a wide receiver. I know. Yeah, him. I remember. <laughs> I do remember him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, I was going to say, Corey Washington, Big Blue ECR, you know we love you. We know we tell everyone to follow you because you're a lunatic with your uh, clips. But don't answer your own questions, pal. Come on. We're better than that. Uh, All right. You don't have to get nasty with the guy. No, I'm not nasty. I love it. Sound like you get a little nasty with the guy. Well, because I wanted to say Corey Washington without him saying because then it looks like I just said what he said. So. Okay. <clears throat> um, Lane Pearson, one of the original Buffoon Crew guys. How do you, uh, this is a good question, good little historical question. How do you think Phil Simms would have impacted the outcome of Super Bowl twenty five if he'd stayed healthy and the Giants still made the Super Bowl? Hmm. I, I don't think about it often. We talk about that. Like, How if, would he, if he played instead of Hostela? Yeah, like if he never got hurt that year. Would it, would no, it no, no, folks, folks, that was their game plan. It wouldn't have made much of a difference. They had, they had to eat up the clock. That was their game plan with the Bills offense out there. So I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Yeah, I, I think the 49er game would have been tougher for Sims uh, because Hostetler's mobility came into play in that game. And, yep. and, and he lost, and they, I think the Giants lost, what, 7-3 to three on Monday night that year to the Niners? <laughs> yeah. They yeah, couldn't yeah, move yeah. the ball. They, 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 I'm sorry. They moved the ball. They got down a bit, like, to the 20, but they couldn't yeah. punch it in. Yeah, um, Sims threw a bad pick at the goal line, if I remember right. And, and he, he missed a yeah. manual. He didn't throw it uh, with any yeah. touch. He threw a yeah. line drive, and it was deflected. Anyway, then we won the Super Bowl that year. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like they were going to come out winging it all over the lot, Jerry, if Sims played. That's the point I was trying to oh, say. Oh, no, good point. That, yeah, because their game plan was obviously eat up that clock. You know what I mean? Um, because they were, you know, that Buffalo offense was lethal that year, you know? Yep. Hey, you know, so. Uh, first time, long time at first time, long time. For Chris, if you could go For back. And, yep. If you can go back in time and experience one championship season all over again. Oh, this is a good question, Chris. From first game to title. Would you choose 
the 86 Giants or the, or the 04 Boston Red Sox? <laughs> wow. You got a lot of Giant um, fans waiting to hear your answer here, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to sound like Bob Muller. Oh, uh, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> well, I'm not going to answer that question. Um, which one would I, the 86, wow, the, or the 04 Red Sox. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to go. Do I really have to answer this question? You do. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the 04 Red Sox. Wow. That's awesome. Dude, Sorry, I, give you, I folk, give you credit. You're honest, I suffered in the 70s, and although I suffered with Bolte. But, see, the Giants never made the, the Super Bowl and stuff in the 70s, and the first one they made, they won. The Red Sox would suffer numerous disappointing games. And, and I'll, give you this. I'll give you this, too, right? I'll, I'll, I don't. The 86 Giants, guys, if anybody asked me that question, it's the 86 Giants. But anyway, well, you're a Yankee fan, Jerry. Right, the no, Yankees I know. Won I know. It a thousand Ra- times. 94 Rangers, I'd, I'd rather have the 86 Giants. But here's the thing. I'm going to kind of understand where you're coming from. Because if the Giants had beaten the Eagles, Cowboys, and Redskins to get there, I'd say you have a harder answer. The fact that they came down 0-3 to the Yankees makes that a lot better. Right. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like if they beat the, if they, if the Giants beat the Cowboys in the conference game, the Redskins see, in the division well, playoffs. See, Jerry, here's the thing. This is why well, I answered the Redskins. The Red Sox. Anyway, they beat the Redskins anyway, but anyway. This is why I answered the Red Sox because if the Giants lost a couple of heartbreaking Super Bowls or uh, like you know back in the seventies, I would be like the Giants. I think I would definitely be the Giants. But they didn't. Don't forget, the Giants didn't. You know, they were never in a Super Bowl to '86, Jerry. Right. The Red Sox, on the other hand, I suffered through '75. Right, I suffered through '78. Yeah. I suffered through '80. We all know what happened. '86, right? Was '86 the, the toughest one for you because of your age and? No, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. Yeah, it. it I, honestly, um, I think that '78 play, Yankee playoff game was was excruciating, man. Yeah. Because they were up, they were up by 14 games, and they that team was stacked, man. Did, stacked. Did you, did you? I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Did you? Yeah, cry, y'all. Did you cry? I cried in '86. I was 20 years old. I cried. Yeah, and I'm asking because the yeah. the, the, the the time that got me was the uh, the the 02 49ers Giants playoff game. That got and yeah, I was that, I was a grown man. I was 20. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah. 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 No, I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, forget about the early years, the '70s. Uh, yeah, '86. Yeah, that was that was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. No, I but that's all in the past now, bud. Right. You know? That's right. As you know, you know. Lisa at So Bad Six. What's up, Lisa? How many wins this year gets us in the playoffs? How many do you think wins us the division? Oh, Lisa. Lisa's smoking crack. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Lisa. I'm just joking. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, how many? All right, so well, Chris, you got them at three wins, so forget nah, about nah, you. Nah, Want nah. me to answer this? How many wins gets us in the playoffs, Chris? Ten. How many wins wins us the division? Mm, 11. I agree. I agree on both. 11 to 5, they tiebreaker. Yep, I agree. I don't think either one's happening, but I'm just, you know, if you're going to ask about that, right. yeah, that's what I would go with. Yes. Anthony Delmonico at It's Tony D. Eli has hinted numerous times that he's likely not retiring after 2019, so fill in the blank. In September 2020, Eli will be wearing a blank uniform. Ask me in 2020. <laughs> I'm going to say none. That's my prediction. Okay. Uh, Dan Houseman at D House. The Giants hold music is NFL film soundtrack and Jim Gordon calls. Oh, so if you call the Giants, you hear NFL films and you hear Jim Gordon calls. At that point, do you even care if they ever pick up the phone? No, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, let's put it this way. You wouldn't mind holding for like 10 minutes, right? That's a great question, Dan. Gibbo at Brett Gibson. Will T Public be offering exclusive Buffoon Crew International T-shirts? You know what, Gibbo? If you want them, I'll put them out there. Let me know if you want them, buddy. We'll get them out there. Uh, which would be awesome, by the way. Uh, let's see, a couple more. We're about forty-five minutes in. D two Blue Crew. Now we kind of asked answered that one, buddy. We think. Well, you know what? We might differ on this one. So let me ask it. Who's our number one receiver? Who's our number one receiver? Yeah. Shep. Oh, I say Tate. Okay, we did answer it differently. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, good good question then, D2 Blue Crew. 
John Osler at John Oz 21. All this talk about Tay Davis beating out Goodson makes me nervous. If Davis wins a starting job, could Goodson get cut? How do we know this isn't Curtis Riley over Andrew Adams all over again? Hashtag Bufungru. John. They're, they're, I, they're, Curtis Riley's not on this roster, I don't think. I, I mean, I don't, I, I no. <laughs> That's a bad comparison, buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Tay and Davis for, is not uh, Curtis Riley. Yeah, you know what? And folks, I'm just going by what I've witnessed at during practice. You like and Tay, Tay Davis. Davis? And Tay Davis was in with the ones over BJ Goodson. That's it. That I could change starting tomorrow, or they could experiment with that again, which I'm sure they will. Yep. Once camp starts, which is less than 24 hours away. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, 20. Uh, yeah, less than 24 hours away, right? Um, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how he steps up. If he plays better, I don't know. But I'm just telling, you know, I was just telling everybody what was happening. And it looks like they want Tay Davis to win that job. Two more, buddy. Uh, Zach Mahoney at Zach underscore Mahoney, too. Can Kyle Aletta be, be snuck onto the practice squad to be stashed for a year or two mm. until Eli is done? We all know Pat Shermer likes three quarterbacks. Not a bad question. Not a bad question. But I think if they release Aletta, I think somebody will pick him up. Even if he goes, so, if he goes, so if they go on the practice squad, someone's going to grab him. No, no, no. I don't think he'll clear to go to the practice squad. Is what I'm saying. I Got think it. somebody like uh, I could even see a Belichick That's a swiping point. him. Yeah, not a good point. So no, he cannot be snuck, Zach. Sorry, buddy. He might be. Don't get me wrong. He might sneak through. Maybe nobody will. But I'm just saying, I think somebody will. You know, take him. Chris, here's a good one. It's more for you because I think I know the answer based on your tweet last night. Pestilence, <laughs> pestilence. If there was one current free agent you would bring to camp or could bring to camp. Who would it be? I think we should shoot for Manti Teo or Kelvin Benjamin. Hashtag buffoon crew. No, I think they should shoot for Mason Foster right now. And you got a lot of crap for that. Yeah, I don't know why people talk about that. He had 133 tackles. Are you going to? Is somebody really going to tell me right now that Mason Foster is not an upgrade over BJ Goodson or Tate Davis? Are you kidding me right is he, now? Is he an upgrade over Ogletree? He's just as good as Ogletree. No, that's fine. I'm just asking. Uh, but I'm not worried about Ogletree because Ogletree is on the one side. He's going to be in the one inside spot. I'll talk about the other inside spot. Okay. I mean, if anybody's going to actually tell no, I me. Just, I just ask, I'm asking from a talent step perspective. That's all, buddy. I see, listen, Mason Ogletree is a little quicker. But Mason Forster is a, is a solid football player, man. He's all right. He's yeah. a good, and, and if anybody's on Twitter is going to come and say, I noticed one guy said something about, oh, yeah, all those tackles were downfield. Or he couldn't get off blocks. I'm not saying he's a Pro Bowl inside linebacker, folks. But 131 – listen, watch the games, okay? Watch the games. If anybody's going to really tell me that Mason Force is not an upgrade over B.J. Goodson and Tay Davis, are you kidding me right now? On, That's all I'm saying. I'm on, he would be I'm a on board huge, with you, buddy. I'm on board He would you. be a huge upgrade over those two. That's, I'm not saying he's a pro bowler. I'm just telling you he's an upgrade. Now, real quick, here's my question. They brought in two safeties yesterday. Would you have signed one of them? Yeah, I like Trey Boston. I always liked his game. Not a great cover guy, but he'll come up and knock your head into the next, into the into the stands, you know. <laughs> uh, but I don't know how they work. I don't know. I'll find out tomorrow exactly how their workouts went. You know, I, I noticed they didn't sign any of them, so maybe it didn't go as well right. as they have liked, you know. But yeah, I I, I thought Trey Boston. Uh, just a quick thing about Trey Boston, Jerry. Um, uh, Gettleman cut him. Yes. Uh, in Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, he was one of Gettleman's favorite players. Um, so we'll see what happens with him down the road. He played. I thought he played pretty decent for Arizona last year. Antoine Pithea really goes to bat for him. We'll see. We'll see if they sign him, if they bring him in or not. No, but I wouldn't mind him on the squad. I wouldn't. All right, buddy. So what's on tap for tomorrow for you? What's the schedule? The schedule is? I mean, besides uh, getting there, talking to, to, no, uh, I know. Talking yeah, to Golden Co- Tate, talking to um, Julian Love, uh, right. any other Notre Dame guy you could find <laughs> besides right, that. Right, right. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I will be requesting Golden Tate in the near future for the Giant Insider. <laughs> nice. Basically, it's for me, Jerry, but I'm going to use the Giant Insider as an excuse. Right. You know? Yes, I would too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, Sh- Sherman's on 1130. He's going to discuss. You know, he'll talk about some things that's coming up. And 245, we roll, bud. Good stuff, man. Awesome. And uh, um, since people seem to like it, Jerry, I'll try to get out as much as I could as far as what's going on on the field yes i will be staying off twitter for most of tomorrow and let chris run not let yeah us. right okay no yeah, no sure. i will right. hey yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm not getting in the way of your training camp tweets buddy 
I don't do yeah. that. No, you you know Folks, that. You'll be hearing this for 16 games in a regular season, and for 16 games, you'll be trying to, Eagle suck. Eagle fell. Well, no, well, no, for the games, it's because I want to comment as well, right? I'm, I'm watching the game with you, or, you know, we're, you know, we're seeing the game. Training camp, you're there. I'm not seeing it. I'm not going to comment and say, well, you should have caught that ball. Nah, you know, I know. That's I know. Of you, course you know, not. I mean, that, that would be buffoonery. Right. So I will stay off for most of it until it ends. And then when you're like, that's a wrap, that's when I jump back on and put out the gifs that I know you love. Um, you know, oh, the oh millennials like them, though, buddy. I got to be honest. Yeah. Papa loves them. <laughs> he does like them, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, pal? No, that's it, buddy. Um, I will text you tomorrow, bud. Anything going on? And. 245 will start up with the tweets. Well, you know, I'll start up with what Sherman is saying and uh, and all that. And uh, and that's it, bud. And we'll get it rolling. We'll see how this team looks. You know what I mean? Pretty exciting times. Yeah, good stuff. This, Like you said, it's like uh, it's like Christmas Eve. Can't wait. Um, I, how, I, Gary, just quickly, how yeah. great will it be if Jones has a solid practice tomorrow? Oh, it'll be interesting because then you know the vultures will come in. Hey, he looks better than Eli. Then you'll hear all that. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Now, the vultures not named Chris Bizignano. Yeah. And you know what? Right. I'll put it on Twitter, Jerry. I'm just going to talk about who's going to be there tomorrow for our followers, you know, so. Yeah, good stuff. And by the way, we've gained a ton of followers over the last 24 hours. So, you're my, my, football season back. Yeah, probably probably those GIFs. Yeah, that's right. No, it's the, uh, yes, there's the GIFs I put out there. The millennials love them. Um, all right, so like I said, we'll be back to Monday and Thursday starting next week. unless What's a millennial? Uh, someone born between 86 and I believe, or 82 and 96, I think it is. That's a millennial? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought it was a, I thought it was these young kids that play on the computers all the time and well, stuff. Well, no, those are generation Z. So so I'm Gen, oh, right. I'm Gen X. Right? You're are you, X? Are you, are you Gen X or no? What am I? I was born in 66. What the hell yes, did I do? Yes, you are. You are. You're generation X with me. Oh, okay. So, we're generation So, why X. is it generation X whipping gifts they, out? Because they didn't they did Well, because I want to relate to the millennials. So, oh. generation Y or millennials, right? They're going gotcha. into the workforce in you know the year 2000 or so and then you got generation z i forget what they call them i don't know if they uh, call them anything that's like lost. 98 and on or, or mm-hmm. i think those are the years and you guys can look them up and correct me i know you will but uh yeah so um like i said next week we go back to monday thursday if anything catastrophic or let's say hap- good happens we'll uh we'll do an emergency podcast in between but plan on monday or thursday and then buffoon day we'll talk more about it that'll be Tuesday, August 6th, where I do a live podcast in the uh, parking lot. Live in that I do it there, and people will yell things as I do it, and Chris will be there. And, uh, you know, you can have live questions if you want. I, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll, we've never done that before, but we'll see how it is. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So, um, most importantly, if you want to order a copy of, your giant, of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And download our app at the uh, App Store, the Giant Insider app. And remember, we are almost there, folks. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.